Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Slaying Self-Doubt Podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Wallace. Today, we're going to talk about starting your journey to slaying your self-doubt. I think that there's two key things that you have to do in order to really get to a place where you're ready to move forward and push past your fears and your insecurities. The first thing I would say is admitting to yourself your insecurities and your fears. Lots of times we have, we know what we're afraid of. It's in our brains, it's in our thoughts, it's in our actions how we move but a lot of times we don't share that either with ourselves or other people and I think that once you say it out loud you kind of hold yourself accountable and if you tell other people of course they hold you accountable to whatever it is that you're afraid of depending on what it is so for myself this journey started like I shared back in episode two um really when my son's father and I broke up and our whole situation kind of fell apart for me in a way that I wasn't sure of what my next move was going to be. I remember feeling lost and feeling like I needed this situation to be quote unquote normal or what it would look like for everybody else in order to move forward. Um, I remember being disappointed and angry and feeling like a statistic and a failure. And i my biggest fears at that time was a being alone um, and doing it by myself, like not only like being a single parent, but also like being in a relationship by myself or not being in a relationship rather. Um, And I think that that made me realize that I felt like I needed him to be there. And that was later on, I realized the feeling I didn't want to have anymore. But once I kind of realized that that's where I was and that I was, afraid of like being by myself and also failing as a mom it made things a little bit more clear for me because I said those things out loud I journaled them um I wrote it down so I looked at it and you know for me when I first looked at it I was just kind of like seriously like you really feel like you can't be by yourself like you don't know where your life is going to go or what's going to happen and I took that thought and realized that I that's way too much power to give somebody else to think that you cannot live without them or you cannot be without them or you cannot function in a capacity without another like human being like they're a person right for me like taking that first step to just admit that to myself before even talking to any of my friends or family or my you know girls it was like me having to admit to myself that I had really just kind of pulled myself so much into that relationship that I had nothing else to give to anybody else and here I am in a situation where I have to take care of my child and I realize I have to choose me and so that's the second part of what I did was that I chose me what I decided was that during that time I was going to really kind of focus on what were the things that I needed for myself to be able to be my best self that was anything from like going to work out or Again, journaling, you know, hanging out with my friends, the things that made me uh, recharge, being around my family, doing family functions, eating crabs, watching TV. You know, I have like shows that I love to watch. So those type of things like made me happy. And I really had to put myself in a place to make myself happy first. And then I could pour into other people, whether it was my job, my kid, my family, my friends. If I really don't have enough for myself, I'm not going to have enough to anybody else. That's something that I've kind of stuck with 
even years later, like when I realized that I'm nervous about something or anxious about it, I try to identify what it is and try to really put myself in a place where I say, okay, what is going on right now? Like, what are you feeling right now? What are you afraid of? What's the worst thing that could happen, right? Even in that moment, like I even thinking about like, what's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, really at that time, the worst thing that could have happened is that I could have got put out of my place because, you know, he was helping pay the rent. And so then it was like, well, if you are going to do this, what's a way that you can't get out the lease? You know, he's made a decision and I be here. How do you do that? Um, and so I was fortunate enough to be renting from an individual and not a, like a company. Um, and so I was able to talk to my landlord to tell her, you know, pretty much my situation and then just ask her, could I split the payments? And so I just kind of made sure that I stuck true to my word and I split the payments and made sure that every payday I paid so that, you know, I could pay my rent. And so that me and my son could stay there. A lot of that time, I kind of didn't really want to go back home because I felt, you know, ashamed about the whole situation and kind of where I was. But it also allowed me to make a decision for myself to say, okay, I've, you know, not necessarily that I got myself in this situation, but I, you know, I'm here now. So what am I going to do? Like now we're here. Now, you know what the situation is. He's made a decision. So you not, you too have to choose. You too have to make a decision for yourself. And what was I going to do? Either sulk and sorrow and be mad and frustrated and wish that things would be different. Yeah, I wanted all of that too. But I also knew that I have a mouth to feed. I have, you know, a person that is dependent on me. I have a job that I still have to go to and be functioning and you know, my job was a leadership position. So it wasn't something where I could just like, huh, I'm not coming in today. It was something I really had to still devote my time and energy to. I was in a situation where I had to make a choice, even in the midst of that, like trying to figure out what, what was the best thing for me and what if I wanted things to go a different type of way I had to be the I had to create the different way right so if I left it up to which is something that we do you know if we're talking about relationships nine times out of ten we're expecting for the other person to prove to us or show us that they want to be here and they want to be in this relationship and so we give it to them to be the one to show us that they really want to be here and they want what we want. And the reality is, is that you get to choose too. You get to choose whether or not you want to be there and decide whether or not you want that person to be there with you. Um, at that time, I made a decision for myself that if he and I were not in a place that I felt was safe for me to go forward in our relationship or comfortable enough by the time our son had turned one, I was going to go forward. He was one. We were where we were and I moved forward. And even though there were times where I was like, oh, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I stuck true to my word. Right. And I, cause I chose me, I said, regardless of whatever the situation is, I'm still going to move forward. And ultimately whatever it is that God has for me, is going to be on the other side of this pain. It's going to be on the other side of this, you know, depression and the sadness. I'm grateful for it because it was a lesson that I needed to learn. It was something that I needed to go through to be able to see how strong I was. And also for me to realize that I didn't need what I thought I needed, right? So a lot of times because we are in the situation, whether it's a job that you feel like you're attached to, like you do so well at the job and it's such a great place and you get so much praise and you do it with ease. There's no struggle there. It's comfortable. You don't have no traffic. You know, everybody gets along 
wrong. You got a little bit of seniority. We get comfortable and we get complacent. And when we do that, we don't see outside the box that we're in. We don't see outside the circle that we've created ourselves for ourselves rather. And we get stagnant. And so in order for us to be able to move in a direction to be able to move forward, we have to realize what it is that we're afraid of nine times out of the ten we're afraid of failing we're afraid of starting over we're afraid of being by ourselves we're afraid of it not working out like but it could also be the opposite it could be great you could flourish you could you know not fail you could do an outstanding you get a promotion you could all these different things that have you find yourself in a better relationship you make more better not more better, but you make better friends. You could find yourself in a situation that is better than what you thought you were going, where you were. Because in it being in that box and only seeing what you could see, we have like limited viewing, limited viewing, right? So like, so if anybody's ever been to like a, like a basketball game, depending on where you sit, like you can't see the whole court, right? So if you're sitting like behind the, what is that, the court the basket right the basket if you're sitting behind the basket all you can see is that side clearly right but you can vaguely see the other side right and you're if you can't see the other side of it you don't know what's over there all you can do is assume but if you're comfortable with sitting right there because that's your home team you're closer to the home team it's easier for you oh the exit's right here whatever the case may be or or it's a situation where everybody else is sitting over here everybody else is here with me like why would I be the only person to say hey let me go and sit in the 50 yard line or half court you know mixing up football and basketball but you know what I mean half court in the middle um or even sit up top or sit on the floor or wherever it is so that you have a, a better chance of getting to where you need to get to think that we get comfortable with our surroundings and we get comfortable with the people that are around us that we don't try to do anything more than what we're doing I think in all of those situations you have to choose yourself I have the pleasure of being um, a small group leader um, and a small group coach and so I spend a lot of my time talking to a lot of different women about a lot of different situations and one of the things that I feel like that resonates with me is a thing that's important for all women is that like choosing yourself like we find ourselves in so many different situations because we don't choose ourselves we don't choose us first and that doesn't mean that like if you have kids or you have a husband or even a great you know boyfriend relationship whatever or a great job that you do not do not put the effort into that what it means is, is that you choose you no matter what whatever that looks like we set the expectation for how other people treat you you know you hear your mama tell you like people to treat do people treat you the way you allow them to treat that's the truth they people do treat you the way that you allow them to treat you and they also treat you on the expectations that you have set for yourself so if you're a person who's a people pleaser and always says yes and is always there and no matter what when you tired and you don't feel like going then person is going to guilt you into doing what you don't want to do because you're used to doing it and you're going to say yes but not because you really don't feel like it and you really don't want to be there but you have a choice in the matter to say no I don't want to do that I don't feel like going um I don't feel like um doing whatever it is that you want to do and the same thing within your relationship we find ourselves in situations where we do what the other person is happy about you find yourself doing all the things that he or she likes because it makes them happy but it's 
you're missing a part of yourself because it's not what you really want to do. And I know for us as women, like we get wrapped up into that very, very quickly. Like in your teenage years, you're trying to prove yourself worthy for what? Like for real, like we're trying to prove ourselves worthy of like being in this relationship are we, you know, good enough? Are you comparing yourself to the other girl? Like you in high school, like at 16, who really cares? But that's what's important at the time. So it matters. And then we don't realize until later on that some people never realize, but we don't choose ourselves. We don't put ourselves first. We don't put ourselves in a situation where we become our better self no matter what. Like I said, I, you know, having kids, I, my kids definitely come first. Like they would have before I have if I was in a situation where I needed to be able to make some sacrifices. And at the same token, I still choose me. I still choose what's going to be best for them that will also be best for me because we also have a capacity that everybody's capacity is different. What you can handle is different from what I can handle and vice versa. And I'm not going to do what you're doing because that's that may not be my thing. That may not be what it is that I can keep up with and it's not sustainable. And so when you don't choose you, you, you create a life that you cannot keep up with. You create a life that... It's for everybody else that isn't for you. You don't decide anything because you've allowed everybody else to make the decisions for you. And it's very difficult to come back from that because what happens is that depending on the situation, you enable people to depend on you to, you know, put you in a situation or in a box that like oh no this is all that you're supposed to do and we do it to ourselves we create a box for ourselves where we feel like we can't come out of that either because somebody's told us we couldn't or we just believe that we continue to believe the lies that we tell ourselves I made a decision long time ago that no matter how hard it was going to be no matter how difficult this journey was going to be is that I'm going to choose me and um, every day is something different. Every day is an adjustment. I, I fall short all the time because I'm not perfect. I don't have all the answers. But that's the whole purpose of this journey is just like showing everybody that they're not by themselves. You're not alone. We may have different struggles, but at the end of the day, we all struggling. The one thing that I can count on is that I'm going to do my best to be my best no matter what that looks like and so choosing me sometimes looks like doing nothing <laughs> choosing me sometimes looks like hanging out with my girlfriend till three in the morning choosing me is sometimes doing trap yoga to go-go music and waking up the next day with your shoulders hurting I did trap yoga yesterday <laughs> it was fun I didn't realize that I needed yoga for those that yoga you know I'm sure it's great I didn't realize I needed it until I actually did it. But I, I stepped outside my box. I did something fun. It was enjoyable. And I would do it again. Had I just been in like, uh, yoga. Now I've had a bad experience at it before where I just, it didn't, like my mind and the body movements, it just, it, they were not aligned. But I tried again yesterday and I said, okay, this is something that you really need to do. You know, you need to exercise, you need wellness, you need mental health, all of those things. And it, it was an enjoyable experience. But had I just stayed in my box to say no I'm, I'm not doing that I'm gonna just continue to do this over here I would not have experienced that and choosing me could look like 
reading a book or choosing me could look like doing nothing all day and watching my catching up on my shows on DVR. Choosing me could look like spending the day with my husband and my kids or choosing me could look like anything. Choosing yourself could look like whatever it is you want to do like every single day. And it doesn't take away from the other people in your life what it allows you to do is to pour into yourself so that you can pour into other people so much of what we do is giving to other people nine times out of ten because it's in our nature we're givers like that's how God designed us to give, right? And so we pour into people every single day. We pour into people at our jobs. We pour into the people in our homes. We pour into the people in, in our communities, at our churches, all over the place. Because nine times out of ten, it, we enjoy it. We enjoy the feeling of knowing that we help somebody, that we, you know, were giving, we were loving, that you feel that love come back to you um, from other people. Just saying thank you or being appreciative. But sometimes you are worn out sometimes you've done too much sometimes even when you are trying to push through you literally can't and you have to take those moments to say I gotta I gotta do something for myself whatever that whatever that looks like and so um every day I try to do something that I choose me for whether it's even as simple as um taking lunch at work right I have a problem with eating lunch not because I'm not hungry but because I just be so wrapped up in everything else that I'm doing that I don't. I don't sit down and I'll have people come. You know, my staff sometimes will come to me like, did you eat lunch? And I'll be like, what time is it? Oh, it's three o'clock. No, I didn't. So what I started doing, I said, take your lunch. You take your lunch with you. I set an alarm and I told myself, eat lunch. And so no matter what I'm doing at that moment, at that time, I get up from my desk, I go to the kitchen, I make my lunch, and then I make myself sit down because that is also choosing me, right? Because it's very easy for us to like do it in the middle of doing stuff. And then somebody asks you, you eating? You at lunch? Yes, I am, right? But normally I would say, no, I'm good what you need. No, I'm good what you need. No, I'm not good. I'm tired. You get to go home at 430. I'm still here till whatever time I'm leaving because I'm pushing through. You know, it's the same thing at home. Like you're doing things in your daily life this that is draining. And so in trying to slay yourself down and trying to push past your fears, your insecurities, and get to the place where God wants you to be, you have to choose you. And you have to recognize, again, one, what it is that you're afraid of. It's going to be different in every season of your life. And, you know, in that season of my life 11 years ago, I was afraid of being by myself and I was afraid of being a single mom and being a statistic. And 11 years later, I'm not afraid of being by myself. I enjoy being married. I love it. But, you know, God forbid something were to happen where we were not together anymore. I'm okay. I'm fine. I know that God got me. I know that he is. I can look back over my life and know that he's carried me through. So I'm good. I'm, I'm also okay with being a single mother because I know that that doesn't define me. It's not who I am. It's just the job that I have at the time. Um, and so every season is different. Right now, my season of fear is failing at this podcast, but I'm doing it anyway. You know, it's failing at becoming a full-time entrepreneur, if that's what is in the cards for me. It's also because marriage is still new to me failing as a wife like those 
that season, this season is different from the season before, but it doesn't stop me. I don't stay in the same place. I try to find different ways, different avenues to be the better, best version of myself. I just hope that you all just take a time, the time to a um, find out what it is, the things that you're afraid of. Just write it down somewhere so that you can really figure out what are the things that you're struggling with. And I can guarantee you, if it's the thing that you have the hardest time writing down, that's what your biggest struggle is because it's very easy for us to have a surface conversation it's very easy for us to be like yeah I'm afraid of failing at my job okay but no what are you really afraid of what is the thing that you do not want to say you don't want anybody to know that's the thing that's going to free you from your pain that's the thing that's going to free you from your burden that's the thing that's going to free you from your struggles like really admitting to yourself that you are struggling in the area of you know insecurity as far as it comes to your appearance like I told y'all before that my Bell's palsy was something that I still struggle with I'm still the person that looks like just says okay I've got to stand on this side and I got to take this type of picture but I'm learning to enjoy and love the skin that I'm in it's still a process it's still something that I'm I'm going to struggle with until I don't I have good days and then I have not so good days so but I'm aware of that and I know and I still move forward and I still choose me. The second thing would be to um, do something every day this week to um, show yourself or prove to yourself that you choose you no matter what it is. Whether it's reading a book, taking a bath, going to sleep early or on time, watching a show, like whatever it looks like for you to choose you. I would encourage you to do that to start your journey to just really figuring out who you are, who God wants you to be, what your purpose is, and overcoming your fears and your insecurities. Well, that's all. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, share, and comment on iTunes and SoundCloud. Have a great week. See ya.